All of us know how important it is to put good things in our bodies to help us stay strong. That desire was the inspiration for the Bigelow Benefits line, everyday teas that fuel your body with good-for-you ingredients like lavender, lemon, chamomile, echinacea, and turmeric. Make better sleep, focus, and stress relief part of your routines. Support your well-being with Bigelow Benefits today. Available at your local grocer on Amazon or at BigelowTea.com. Bigelow Tea, grab a mug and tea proudly. Hi, I'm Andrea Donsky, founder of NaturallySavvy.com and co-host of our Naturally Savvy podcast. And I am Lisa Davis, MPH health educator, co-host of Naturally Savvy and author of the book, Cleaning and Dirty Sex Memoir Cookbook Healthy Lifestyle Guide. At Naturally Savvy, we are here to help you make healthier lifestyle choices. So we are so honored that you are tuning in to listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. And we are here to engage you, have fun, and help you live your healthiest lifestyle. Now, on to the show. I am so happy to be back doing our podcast with you, Lisa. It's been a little while since we've been together, but I am so excited for today's guest because we are welcoming Liana Werner Gray, a certified nutritionist, a natural food chef, and three-time best-selling author of The Earth Diet, 10-Minute Recipes, and Cancer-Free with Food. And Liana is currently working on her latest book, Anxiety-Free with Food. Welcome to the show, Liana. I'm so happy that you were joining us on Naturally Savvy. You and I have been friends now for many years. We met through the industry and a mutual friend. And I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on your book. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about my new book, Anxiety-Free with Food. Woohoo! What inspired you to write it? Well... It's a subject that I'm very passionate about, mental health and food and gut health. And also I experienced anxiety myself and I thought, why am I experiencing so much anxiety? And I really wanted to get to the bottom of it. You know, that's what humans do, right? When we're suffering with a health issue, we're like, how can I heal this or fix this? Because we don't want to suffer with it for the rest of our life. So I was like, is this anxiety coming from mental or emotional or is it completely physical, like chemistry issue? Or is it because of a spiritual like disconnect? So I thought, you know what? I've done so much healing emotionally and mentally and all of that. So I thought, I think this is purely physical anxiety. And so I went and got a blood test done. And sure enough, I was deficient in one of the things that actually, if we're deficient in, causes anxiety, which is omega-3 fats. And so when I found that out, I was like, wow, okay, I cannot believe I'm deficient in the in this. And so I started to take fish oil supplements and eat way more healthy fats and like chia seed, hemp seed, flax, walnuts, wild salmon. And within just days, I already felt better. My brain just felt more wholesome, more whole, if that makes sense, rather than feeling that scatteriness of anxiety. And so when I discovered that, I was like, I have to research this more and share this more with people because some people might be just deficient in certain nutrients without even knowing it and that they have anxiety because of that. And it can be a really easy fix. Now, what are some of those nutrients that they're deficient in? I was thinking of magnesium and I was also That's thinking what of I healthy was. fats, right? Yeah, I thought she was going to say. <laughs> yeah, so magnesium actually is one of them. If we are deficient, and this is cool, like science and research show us, if we're deficient in a few key things, we will most likely have depression and anxiety. So 
omega-3s is one of them. Magnesium is one of them as well. And so that's a great one for us to eat more foods of and supplement as well, magnesium. Another one is protein, aminos. So if we're deficient in proteins, and that's why a lot of studies show that people who are actually vegans suffer with more mental health issues than people who incorporate some animal products. It is interesting, but there's also studies that show that people who eat too much protein, too much animal, also suffer with anxiety and depression. So we've got to find that like midway for each person. And then the other one was vitamin D. So mm-hmm. people with deficient in vitamin D will most likely be suffering with anxiety. And those are those are the main ones. And also if our immune system is suppressed. So if we're, we're really feeling weak in our immune system, maybe we're deficient in vitamin C as well, that can also trigger anxiety. What about uh, your research on probiotics? I know, when, you know, before we started recording, I was sharing my story about anxiety and I had it very, very bad. I had probably every type of anxiety you can imagine under the sun. I had OCD, I had generalized anxiety. This was when I was in my early twenties. And I, that was a big part that, that was a big reason and led me to where I am today in terms of going back and understanding nutrition. And I love what you said, you know, when we're faced with something, many of us, especially in the health industry, we want to be able to help ourselves and help other people. And one of the things that I discovered that worked so well for me, because now, now I am, it's under control for me and obviously through diet and supplements and other things and mindfulness, I'd love to get into that. But what about probiotics in terms of the research and its correlation to reducing anxiety? Yeah, there's some great research on probiotics and basically it shows that probiotics will help every person. And I asked Dr. Josh Axe this the other day when I was speaking to him, I was like, do you believe every single person on earth should have be taking a probiotic? And he said, yes. And he said, the reason is because even if like we're super healthy, eating all organic fruits and vegetables, it's great, but our soil is different. Our soil has broken down. It's been contaminated by pollution and heavy metals, a lot of pesticides over the years, even if it is organic, like the soil is just different. And so we're not getting the same probiotics from the soil as what we may have gotten from soil 10 years ago or 50 years ago. And so he was saying to get soil-based probiotics because we're lacking that. And all the studies that I found show that when we have a healthy gut, we it's that gut brain connection and it's so connected and probiotics can really help cultivate a really healthy environment in the gut. And when I started taking probiotics, I definitely noticed a difference right away. And I take them now every day and my immune system felt so much stronger, which was just so interesting. I could really feel the difference of taking probiotics and also eating more probiotic rich foods like sauerkraut, kombucha as well, kimchi. And so I have a couple of those recipes in my book, to make your own probiotics at home. Yeah, I was going to say, because your book is anxiety free with food, that there are probably a lot of food that you can recommend and have the probiotics in it. So I love that you could say that. And so, so in your book, you do have recipes, what are some of those probiotic rich foods, like fermented foods that you recommend to eat that contain probiotics for anxiety? Definitely kimchi and sauerkraut or pickled vegetables. And pickled vegetables are so great, especially during the winter. So you can grab some vegetables that were in season in the summer and pickle them just in water. It's so easy to pickle our own vegetables. Just put some cucumbers or carrots or peppers and put it in water with some sea salt and then let that ferment. 
for a month or two and you can keep that over the winter as well and then you can get the pickled vegetables and you can add it to soups you could also add it to salads as well if you're eating some wild fish or chicken or meat you can also have it as a side so pickled vegetables is a really great way to get some natural probiotics through foods you know, what's so hard right now is that, uh, as we know, we read in your book, or maybe people don't know, is that sugar is just so incredibly bad on so many levels, and in particular for anxiety. And I think the hard thing is that for a lot of people with the COVID situation, and we're at home, talk to us about sugar and, and how even though we're feeling down, that's not the thing to grab. Yes. So this is so interesting. Sugar is actually one of my favorite subjects to talk about because there is a science in it and a chemistry of the whole sugar thing. So first of all, sugar is the worst. It is the number one worst food that we can eat. It contributes to majority health issues. I want to say all health issues. But when I was researching for this book, I wanted to find out what are the top 10 foods on earth that are the worst things that actually cause anxiety. And all the studies and researchers pointed in the direction that refined sugar is the worst, the worst thing. So if anyone's like, I'll just cut one thing out. That's what I always start with refined sugar. So this means white sugar, corn syrup. It can also mean cane sugar. It means really processed sugar. The good news is though, we, our bodies can actually tolerate and digest natural sugars. So this is really great news. And actually our body does need sugar. We need we get, you know, from glucose, like we need, we need sugar. So it's like, okay, we have to be very selective with where we pick our sugars and also how much and what's natural. And in my first book, the earth diet, I talk about this. So I say, if we look to nature, we can learn everything that we need to know about eating and diet. Nature naturally provides us everything that we need. And so fruits are the most wholesome sugar that we can eat and our body loves fruits and imagine if at the end of the day you're like oh i really want something sweet i need some dessert and you are so satisfied with an orange or a pear or an apple like that is ideal we can even go as far to say as god intended us to eat these foods because they just naturally grow and also we have if we look to nature we have honey and we have maple syrup we have coconut sugar Maple syrup and coconut sugar are processed. It does go through a process to obviously extract the maple syrup from the tree, but it is way more like wholesome than refined white sugar. The body just doesn't know what to do with white sugar. So it really is a trap. And so when we're like, okay, I'm feeling a bit stressed or down, that's the natural human reaction is like, okay, I want to feel better. And so how do we feel better? A lot of us do self-medicate with foods, which is fine as long as we're keeping it in balance. And so for me, when I'm, when, if I'm feeling stressed or anxious and a natural anxiety reliever is something sweet like dark chocolate, but the key is to get a dark chocolate that's sweetened with coconut sugar, because that's better for the brain than white sugar. White sugar is actually neurotoxic. It's neuro it's neurotoxin for the brain. The brain does not know how to deal with it. And that's why it triggers anxiety. So this is why I always talk about having our cake and eating it too, but it has to be the, the right kind of cake with the right kind of wholesome ingredients. And we got to be really selective with our sweetener. And that's why I only eat for the last 12 years since I healed myself of a tumor, which I talk about in the earth diet book, I haven't consumed refined sugars unless it was accidentally in something that I ate, but I always will just choose honey, maple syrup, coconut sugar, fruits, and I'll eat a little bit of this every day. And this is a 
a really good balance. And the issue with eating refined sugars is that as soon as we eat it, we feel relief for maybe a minute, maybe 10 minutes. Some people might feel like a sugar higher relief, but after that, because it is a neurotoxin, the brain wants to balance itself and regulate itself out. So we get the sugar high and then all of a sudden the brain is like, okay, now I have to get rid of the sugar. And that's what, that's why we get anxiety after we eat sugar because it leaves the nervous system feeling really anxious. Then the body will want to crave something else after that, another pleasure to, to balance it out. And that might be eating more food or more sugar. And so we really got to get ourselves out of that vicious cycle. Well, I can't live without my dark chocolate. And I think the kind I get, even though it might be only, you know, two grams of sugar, it's still sugar. Do you have a coconut sugar brand or a maple syrup brand or something you can recommend? Exactly. Yeah. So I eat two, well, I eat like three different ones. Oh, actually four. There's five actually. (laughs) They're all coming to mind. Um, So, and I have a private practice. I'm a certified nutritionist. And so I I work one-on-one with people and this is what helps because they're like, well, Liana, I need a chocolate or a candy or mac and cheese. Which brands can I have? And Andrea knows all about the brands too, because we, you know, we go to all the food shows. So Hugh Kitchen is incredible chocolate. It's dark, it's sweetened with coconut sugar. And also recently I discovered Evolved. Evolved is next level. And it's a little bit darker than Hugh Kitchen. And it's also sweetened with coconut sugar, but it's, it's a bit, it's a bit more creamy, I want to say, and not as, um, it's not as sweet. So I love Evolved lately. So good. And then there's also Fine and Raw, which is really divine. They make actual raw chocolate. And then of course, I have so many chocolate recipes in all of my books and especially the anxiety book because chocolate helps with anxiety so much. So if people want to get into making their own chocolate at home, that's always really fun too. That's awesome. I want to talk about, since we're on the topic of sugar, the role that inflammation plays in anxiety. So we know that when we have inflammation in our gut and then for inflammation in our brain, how does that affect anxiety? Yeah. So all the studies obviously pointed towards inflammation does cause anxiety. And so that's why the recipes in my books and the the food I talk about in the book are all anti-inflammatory. And so when the body is inflamed, and that can be like you mentioned in the gut, or in the brain, the it's there's a certain sluggishness and heaviness that the body feels. And so that can make the mood go down a few notches, which then can create depression and can create anxiety. So yeah, definitely focusing on anti-inflammatory foods helps. And if we eat something that is inflammatory, we can help to balance it out pretty quickly with something like a ginger tea or a lemon water or some chlorophyll drops in water or a green drink, like a green juice or a green smoothie that will very quickly reduce inflammation in the body. And the key is to keep inflammation out of the body anyway. And this is why dairy and gluten were controversial in regards to anxiety because they can cause inflammation in the gut. And this can feel like bloating if you feel bloated after eating certain foods, chances are that that is inflammation and inflammation is just a, it's a swelling. It's a pain. So it's a body's reaction to stress. Basically we eat foods that stress out the body. We need to definitely stop doing that obviously and eat foods that the body is like, Oh, this is healing. This is medicine. This is nourishment. This is going to build my new body. And so dairy and gluten, unfortunately, do cause inflammation and for most people. So there was a study that showed 
Cornell University did this study that actually 60% of people are not able to digest dairy and they don't even know it. So a lot of people are lactose intolerant, but we can actually get a lot of nutritional value from dairy and gluten as long as it is high quality. And it also depends on the person, depends on the person's health. And that's why it's very bio individuality is so important. Some people can eat dairy every day and they're fine with it and they're healthy. I've found mostly that only blood type O's can really get away with that though. And you must have a very strong digestive system to be able to tolerate gluten. So for most people, if they cut out dairy and gluten or even cut back, they definitely feel a lot better, a lot lighter in the gut and then the brain as well. So I'll eat dairy and gluten maybe once a month. And that's a great balance for me. And so I always encourage people, you know, do a test for yourself. Cut dairy and gluten out for seven days and see how you feel. Cut it out for 30 days and see how you feel because it does contribute to anxiety. But you do know if you have any gut issues, cutting out dairy and gluten actually will help and it should be a must. If you have no gut issues, then it's fine. Then you can eat it. But if you have any gut issues or anxiety, depression, I would definitely encourage people to cut out dairy and gluten for the most part. Now, I know that leafy greens are a big part of, uh, you know, being healthy overall, and especially with anxiety. I heard you talking about that in another interview, and you mentioned taking, I think it was kale and like mushing the avocado into it and like making the, yeah, tell, <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah. So massaging the kale with avocado. <laughs> yeah. I love that. The kale massaging. So that is a great way to get kale into our, into our body with tasting better. And that's the thing. It's like, we know how to be healthy, but how can we get more of these healthy things in that actually taste better, more enjoyable? Before I had my health crisis, I thought salads were such a waste of time. And I just was never have time for kale. And then when I was healing, I was like, okay, I'm going to need to start to eat salads. So how can I make salads really delicious and taste like a burger, for example? So kale. So if we take an avocado and massage it into the kale, it will soften it. And it takes away that bitterness and that really like coarse texture when we eat it. And the superfood kale salad recipe that I have in the book. So first of all, you massage the kale and then you can add some apple cider vinegar, some aminos, some, some um, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, and it, it makes this delicious, creamy. And then I add nutritional yeast and cheesy salad. It's so delicious. I recommend everyone try that superfood kale salad. That truly is my soul mm. salad. And it's what converted me to actually like salads. Mm, sounds so good. Does nutritional yeast help reduce anxiety? I wouldn't say it helps reduce anxiety in that it's like a nutrient or supplement that we need but it can help if we're cutting out dairy to put it on things to make it taste a bit more cheesy. So it can be a good substitute. And in that way, it could help to reduce anxiety. But if someone's trying to get rid of candida or really change their gut, probably shouldn't have too much nutritional yeast. So to sum up food, what would you say are your top three best foods for anxiety and the top three worst foods for anxiety? Yeah. So I list the top 10 in, in the book. So the top three that are best for reducing anxiety, number one is dark leafy greens that takes first place. And that's because of the compound chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is the most regenerative, restorative, healing, repairing compound that human beings can consume. Out of all the research I've done this last 12 years, everything leads back to chlorophyll. It's so incredible. Oh, and that's what we get from dark leafy greens. And we can eat them. We can also drink them. 
which was really cool. We can get them in on a cellular level. It's okay. Cause I, I put green drops into my water, the chlorophyll drops in my water. So is that something, let's say people aren't eating or can't eat enough dark leafy greens. Can you add those chlorophyll drops to the water and will it have the same effect? I, absolutely. Exactly. It does actually have the same effect. And this is why I believe this is the greatest hack known to humans is the chlorophyll drops because not everyone can eat dark leafy greens every day. It's not possible. And some people don't like it. And, you know, if someone is going through severe anxiety, they're in a crisis and it's very hard for them to be like, I'm going to change everything. I'm going to go in the kitchen and start making meals. It's not really realistic, but what everyone can do is buy some chlorophyll drops for 15 bucks that lasts a couple months, drop it in water every day, boom, drink it. The best thing about that is it's getting into your system on a cellular level. So you don't even have to wait for it to hit your stomach and have to digest it and your gut doesn't even have to absorb it. It goes straight in like an IV injection of nutrients and you feel different immediately. You feel positive immediately. It is incredible. It reduces anxiety immediately, which is cool. We don't even have to wait. I love that. And there you can get a mint flavored chlorophyll. You can do it straight up. And, and the fun part is, is when we're actually, uh, you know, allowed to be with humans again, other people, people will be like, what's that? That's green water. Like it, it's actually, it's a really fun conversation starter, especially if you're bringing it to the gyms when the gym reopens. All right. Yeah. Number two, best food for anxiety. Is walnuts. So walnuts are, have really good healthy fats. And so we need to get those healthy fats to reduce anxiety. And some people who are avoiding fats, like this is a mistake if you have anxiety because the brain needs those healthy fats. And so walnuts are just so great for that. And they're just such a great, quick, easy snack. Also, where I grew up in Outback Australia with the indigenous people, um, they taught us if we're trying to heal certain elements of our body to look to nature. And if the food looks like an organ, that it's meant for that organ, which is cool because now science also proves like, yes, carrots are good for eyes. They look like eyes. Walnuts look like brains, look like little legit brains. And they're in fact, so good for our brain. Amazing. And then the third best food for anxiety? Turmeric. So turmeric is, helps with anti, yeah, anti-inflammatory and we can put it in our cooking. We can also just take turmeric supplements as well. It's very, very powerful. And the three worst foods? The three worst foods, well, we already talked about the worst one is the refined white sugar. And the second one is chemicals. So this is genetically modified organisms, preservatives, additives, fillers, emulsifiers, all that crazy stuff. The body just cannot tolerate it. I mean, the body, human body is very resilient. Yes. But there's only so many chemicals we can eat. Now I was reading about fried foods and I get these for a treat. I'll get these potato chips that they're fried in avocado oil. And because avocado oil has a high heat point, I'm hoping that I know it's not great, but I feel like, you know, for an occasional thing, cause I know isn't fried foods up there too as bad, or does it matter the oil? Yes. Keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So the bad fats I was about to say is, is the third worst one. So you're spot on with that. And that's, that does damage to the brain. So bad fats are neurotoxic for the brain and we want to stick to the good fats. So that's great. You're eating chips with avocado oil. That's perfect. See, that's a great upgrade, great alternative. Yeah. And I, I do enjoy chips as well. I probably eat chips at least once a month, maybe two times a month. It's not part of my everyday diet. The everyday diet should be fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds. And then for the meat eaters, some organic chicken, beef, wild fish, eggs, stuff like that. So 
when we when we have cravings for other things like chips it's like okay it's not part of like I can't just go out and get chips from the garden you know it does go through a process but then we're humans and we want to enjoy this and I think it's important for people to know that and to enjoy these foods so picking chips with avocado cooked in avocado oil is awesome it's ideal I'm I'm so glad to hear that. Now, be, share some of your uh, recipes in the book that you love. I haven't had a chance to make any yet, but I'm going to. I'm oh, really excited. I'm excited to see what you make. Yeah. yeah. So my favorite ones, well, I'm I'm a, like a sweet tooth. So my favorite ones are desserts and chocolates and things like that. But the savory ones are also great, very nourishing as well. I would say my favorite recipe would be the cashew ice cream bites with chocolate sauce. Oh, sounds so good. <laughs> my number one favorite one, whipped cashews in a Vitamix sweetened with maple syrup. And they come out like looking like little bonbons. And then chocolate sauce on top, which is cacao powder, maple syrup, coconut oil. That's it. Very simple ingredients. And they're so creamy and smooth and delicious. And they just hit the spot, you know, have a couple of those. My favorite savory one would probably be the walnut crusted salmon or chicken with turmeric so it just comes out with so many good healthy fats and i love the superfood kale salad that i mentioned as well and then also there's a chicken salad with walnuts and spinach and strawberries so i just love that when isn't it such a great feeling when you eat a salad that's just so satisfying and delicious and you're like wow i'm doing life right i just ate a salad (laughs) and i feel great and it tasted so good it's oh, so that funny. is so nice. Now, do uh, cruciferous vegetables play a role? Because believe it or not, I, I'm not supposed to have spinach or kale. I did this blood work and it showed a bunch of things that I'm sensitive to that I knew. But I, I was like, why do I still feel crappy? And then I stopped eating spinach and kale and I felt better. And I'm like, how stinky is this? This sucks. Like, what the heck? So anyway, yeah. So I like every day I have riced cauliflower and tons of broccoli and other things. So I'm hoping that'll, that'll help, or I probably should be taking some chlorophyll. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You could take chlorophyll to substitute, but I have some patients who have the same and that's why bio individuality is so important because see, just because something's natural kale, for example, doesn't mean it's healthy for every single person. Garlic is natural. Doesn't mean it's good for every single person. So yeah, if you do a lot of broccoli, carrots, cauliflower, cabbage, all of those foods, that would be excellent. So we should try and eat more of those foods that we can eat that are healthy. So that's great. And that does play a role in anxiety, absolutely. And overall health. Liana, before we end today's interview, which by the way, has been so awesome. And I'm so like, so happy that you wrote this book. And I think it's going to help a lot of people given the year that we've all just, uh, been through. And I think that everyone who's listening, please pick up a copy anxiety free with food, Leanna Warner Gray and uh, fantastic book. We're going to put a link below to is it on Amazon, Leanna? It is. Okay, so we'll put a link below to purchase the book. One last question for you. What would you say you learned the most that surprised you like you were like, Oh, my gosh, I had no idea this was related to anxiety? Well, what I mentioned in the beginning, I had no idea that if we were nutrient deficient, that we would have anxiety. So that's, that was really mind blowing to me. And I was like, this is actually an easy cure. People can go out and get blood tested. And if they're nutrient deficient, they would have to supplement and start eating those foods and it will help to balance out the brain and they will feel less anxiety. Now, obviously some people have anxiety that's coming from other 
traumas and things like that. So that's a different type of healing. But a lot of people are suffering with anxiety because of their, their nutrient deficient. And it's just such a quick fix. So I just think people don't need to be out there suffering with this. We can, we can fix this with a simple blood test and just start to eat more of these good foods. So that really was mind blowing of how quick this is because the other work I've done in the past is on cancer or thyroid or hormones and healing those things can take a long time and it can take a lot of, it's a lot, but healing anxiety, what I learned is actually can be very quick, which is awesome. And all the studies also showed that food and natural remedies is more helpful than anxiety medication. And that's not a conspiracy. I'm not just saying it. It's actually not controversial. It's all like PubMed has published this hundreds of times. And I was like, wait a minute. I've never seen so many studies that support foods and natural healing versus medication than in the anxiety domain. So that's very empowering. Yeah, that's incredible. We know food is medicine and to have at this angle, especially right now during this very challenging time. Oh, God, so wonderful to see you beautiful women here on the screen. I can't wait to hang out someday. <laughs> sure. Yes. I'm so grateful to you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for coming on and thank you for helping to educate all of us. We wish you nothing but major success. Wow, Lisa, I just loved Liana's interview. Wasn't that so informative? That was fantastic. And she really made me feel better about my occasional avocado oil chips. Also really interested in the information on the call. Oh my God. I almost said cholera. That's an old joke. People. Corella. Remember that time I said cholera? I'm like, cholera. (laughs) You have to get your cholera. You're hilarious. The chlorella. Yes. I love the greens. The chlorophyll. Energy bits. They're little bits of corella and spirulina. And I know exactly what you're talking about. um, you yep. swallow them. They're really great. Like there's things you can do. So that was nice to know. But tell us to us a little bit about more what you thought about the book. Oh, I, I thought it was excellent. I loved the fact that she did so much research on the supplements that can help with anxiety as well as the food themselves. So, and I think it's so important that we incorporate more of those good foods and eliminate as much as we can those not so good foods for us, right? And a lot of them are the same that we had on our Scary 7 list on the, you know, when we talk about unjunk your junk food. I mean, we wrote the book on these ingredients that we know cause harm to our health. And a lot of the ingredients she mentioned are on that scary seven list. And the other thing that's really interesting to me that I've learned a lot lately about, and she brought it up, was the whole thing around unhealthy oils and unhealthy fats. And it's really important that we are mindful about those fats that we're putting in our body because fats like, well, we know trans fats aren't good for us, right? But then there's other fats like canola and soy and sunflower and safflower. And in those in large amounts are actually causing inflammation in our body. So if you're not feeling so good, try eliminating those fats and relabels because they're in so many different things. I was just saying the other day, I love these they're um, seaweed chips, I guess, or they're just packages of seaweed from Costco. And I'm like obsessed with them because seaweed is so great for our thyroid and iodine, which so many of us are deficient in and for women, important for our breasts and our, you know, for our, our reproductive uh, areas and organs. So anyways, great product. But then I looked at the label and it has like sunflower oil in it. And I was like, no, you know, and I eat a lot of it. So these are oils that are causing inflammation. So just really important to read the label and understand how these oils or whatever foods, the ones that Liana was talking about are actually affecting our body. So I have to piggyback on that because it is shocking how much sunflower oil, I think it took the place of soybean because years ago, everything had soybean. I have a sunflower seed sensitivity as well as nut sensitivities. So I have to read everything. I most, I honestly, besides those avocado oil chips and chocolate, there's pretty much nothing I eat from, 
from a package. So at this point, because I'll find something, I'm like, ooh, it's got four ingredients. Isn't what the hell is a sunflower oil? It is in almost everything. everything. It is mine. Yeah. People definitely read for that. There's so many more products now that use avocado oil, thank goodness. So, because that's my go-to. Yeah, and I was, that's a really good point that you're making. And I think when it comes to eating oils, what are the good oils that we should look at? So olive oil, avocado oil, Malaysian sustainable palm fruit oil, which is really high in tocotrienols, which is uh, in, the, in the vitamin E family, and coconut oil. Those are the oils that we know are good for us. So those are the oils that we want to have more in our diet, especially if you're not eating those packaged foods. And if you are buying packaged foods, which by the way, I do myself because it's convenient. So it's just reading those labels and trying to minimize those oils, especially if you have aches and pains in your body and things that you can actually put a, you know, your finger on going, eh, I'm not feeling so good. Try to eliminate those oils, those unhealthy oils, and you'll probably feel a whole lot better. Yeah. I also want to try that coconut sugar chocolate she talked about. I like the coconut palm actually, and I bake with it. It doesn't, doesn't bake the same exactly as brown sugar, but I will replace it because it has a lower glycemic index. So I actually do like it. And it is, you know, a more natural form of sugar, but again, sugar, sugar, but so it depends. Do you use erythritol ever? I love erythritol, xylitol, stevia, monk fruit. Have you had Swerve? The brand Swerve makes a brown sugar that tastes so, so good. good. And it's, it's so erythritol good. and they're regular Swerve and they do a powdered sugar too. Yeah, I like the brand. They even have baking mixes. Of course, I can't have them because it's like almond flour based. But for my daughter and my husband, if they're craving cake or brownies or something, and then it's got the swerve. So you've got the almond flour and you've got the no sugar. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's an awesome brand. I, I do like it and I am familiar with it. Alisa, that was so much fun. What a great show. And I love when we have great guests. Thank you so much for being an amazing co-host. So happy we did this. Yeah, me too. This is super fun. I'd like to have her back. I want to hear about her cancer journey. Yeah, she's a pretty incredible person. All right, so that's the end of our show today. Be sure to follow us on social media. Thanks for listening as always. And you know what we would really love? We would love for you to give us a review because Lisa, as you know, when we are, when you give us a review and if you got value out of the show today or our podcast in general, as we approach our 1,000th episode, gosh, yeah. so exciting, 1,000 podcasts. Lisa, you and me. It's unbelievable. Eight years. It's it's absolutely incredible. Thousand podcasts. So we'd love you to give us a review, please, because what we're finding out is when you give us a, re a positive review or a review in general, and you give us a five-star rating, only if you feel that we deserve it, it really helps the algorithm and it pushes us up and it recommends our podcast to other people where they tune in for their podcast. So we would so, so, so appreciate that if you don't mind taking a minute to help us. And uh, that's the end of our show today. I'm Andrea Donsky, and I'm also at Naturally Savvy. Lisa? And I'm Lisa Davis. You can find me at Lisa Davis MPH. We'll see you next time. All of us know how important it is to put good things in our bodies to help us stay strong. That desire was the inspiration for the Bigelow Benefits line, everyday teas that fuel your body with good-for-you ingredients like lavender, lemon, chamomile, echinacea, and turmeric. Make better sleep, focus, and stress relief part of your routines. Support your well-being with Bigelow Benefits today. Available at your local grocer on Amazon or at BigelowTea.com. Bigelow Tea, grab a mug and tea proudly.